Welcome to your Future Therapist podcast. Empower yourself with this free podcast for personal growth and well-being. Future therapist and life coach Kelly Newsom and co-host Megan Lachowski share honest, real-life stories to help others navigate life's challenges. Megan, we're going to do a what are we doing now update. Kelly, I can't wait. (laughs) A lot has happened. So I think the last time we did this was probably mid-June, I think. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we're now, by the time this is uh, published, it'll be August. I can't believe the summer has gone by so quickly. I know. It's so crazy. I mean, we haven't even been doing the podcast for that long, it feels like. No, no, we haven't. I think... I was uh, just planning some of the episodes and I think this will be maybe our 30th podcast episode. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that's changed for us since we started the podcast is that the Barbie movie came out and we saw it. (laughs) That's the most transformative thing that's happened to either of us. Yeah, that was a really good movie. I do, you know, it's interesting because everyone is, you know, saying that it's a letter to men. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I also think it was like a letter to women. Of course. You know, of course. I just, yeah. I mean, everyone's very focused on the patriarchy and, you know, yeah. the messages that come through that movie for the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like, um, I felt like this, like, I have always struggled with a kinship with women. Yes, me too. And I felt like that movie just kind of opened my awareness Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. fact that those relationships are 100% out there and it's really for the taking. I was just today, Kelly, talking with multiple women about this movie and how much it changed that exact thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been kind of on this path. I think a lot of us women in particular have been on this path of um, just trying to find healthier relationships with other women because yeah. we've all been told that we shouldn't do that. We've all been pitted against each other growing up. And um, and then up until pretty recently, I, I would say that that's been happening. And I, just, I had two conversations today, like just before so I hopped weird. on this about that exact thing. And, and I feel truly like I've been on this path. Like I finally have figured out how to have healthier relationships with women because I never did growing up. I mean, up until like five to 10 years ago, I would say I really, really struggled with it. And now I feel much, much more comfortable with having girlfriends. And I feel genuinely like the Barbie movie was the tipping point for all of us. And, you know, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie like gave us all a hug and said it's okay (laughs) to just like you know have fun with girlfriends and be yourself and to support each other and love each other and you can do that while also doing all of these other things that you want to do and it really changed a lot for me it made me feel very refreshed and like comfortable in my own skin and made me just want to like hang out with the girlies and support all of my women friends. And, um, I don't know, it just, it, I mean, it really, I feel like changed a lot of stuff for me. Yeah. I think it's, um, I mean, as ridiculous as the Barbie 
you know, the Barbie like doll. Yeah, of course. Like I remember yeah. playing with Barbie dolls, if you can believe that, but mm-hmm. I did. Um, but you know, never did I understand the concept of it. I was never told right. that concept of what a Barbie doll is. Sorry, I have my kitten here. <laughs> or I'm sorry, my granddaughter cat. I she's not <laughs> she's not mine. Otherwise I'm gonna get in big trouble for that. So, um, so anyway, I just, I never understood the concept of, uh, of Barbie and this movie was just really interesting. I mean, it was kind of just the history of women, uh, wrapped up in this movie. And I just thought it was, it was so refreshing and I Mm -hmm. laughed so much and Mm -hmm. tears, like it was so good. I just, I do, I encourage everyone uh, to, to watch it. And I was thinking someone said, Oh, is it, um, like their daughter, I think was like five. And I'm like, I don't think it's for (laughs) five-year-olds. Yeah. I don't think so. I think like 13 teenagers. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think that there's like lots of pretty colors Mm -hmm. and, you know, like there's some fun songs and stuff in it. So I think if you're, if your daughter, your child is, um, very easily entertained and kind of easygoing with watching a movie without needing to get I don't know like I think it they might be okay because there's yeah. lots of like it there's lots of cool colors and stuff on the screen but I definitely don't think that it's gonna it's not for them yeah for there's sure. not kid jokes in it no not at all yeah. um yeah so okay so it's been um (laughs) a bit since we've updated our lives and kind of what we're working on right Mm -hmm. and so um you know one of the also the previous episodes we we talked about Megan says yes and and kind of the manifestation portion of your life and you know things side hustles that have come to fruition and are actually thriving Mm -hmm. and so um I just wanted to talk about you know, especially your, you're a salsa dance instructor and you're cre- literally creating your own classes and you've worked really hard to find locations that, um, fit kind of the need and, and your mm-hmm. classes start on August 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll put, uh, links to that in the show notes, especially for anyone who is local in the, like literally the Sacramento area, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, when we last spoke, you also were doing, um, a deal for like presentation for social media contract with a huge Mm -hmm. podcast conglomerate Mm -hmm. and that was, uh, awarded to you. And so you also (laughs) have that. So you have a lot going on in your life. Um, but what I want to know about it, um, not only just maybe if you could plug your, uh, salsa dancing but what I want to know is you know there are challenges that we go through when we're really wanting something and even though the the overall arc or trajectory toward our goals is um uh, on an upswing there are things that kind of also bring us down right like there's situations or circumstances that it's like the the bump in the the road and some of those are big and some of those um can be small but you've had, you've had some big ones and you don't have to go with the, into detail, but I, what I do want to know is kind of how, how have you persevered? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the inner, like we all have to dig deep sometimes to get the things that we want. And so I feel like there were times where you really did have to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just 
like, you know, there's always going to be some sort of barrier that is preventing you from something. And I definitely had the rug pulled out from under me and, um, and then it was a lot of kind of a, a confusing back and forth and just realizing that's not how I wanted to pursue this thing that I was going for. I needed, I realized if I was going to like partner with somebody on something I needed, the, like I had my own criteria of my expectation for how I needed to handle things. And I feel really um, pleased that I was able to recognize that and and I had help. I reached out to all my girlies and had lots of conversations about like how, how I should move forward or, or if I should move forward and, or how I should redirect. And, um, ultimately just feel like I made the right decision for me, not only for like this, you know, immediate time that I'm in trying to, you know, attain a goal, but also for my future like what what do I need if I'm working with somebody or for myself? Like how do I need to um to act, to behave, to communicate with people in order to like proceed with this? And it would have been really easy to not take the route that I did and kind of take an easier route and just sort of fall back into like, oh well, you know, there's I'll just this is the easy way to do it, or this is what I already had in mind. So I'll just keep going with this and keep working with this person and um that wouldn't have been the right thing because there would have been something else that would have popped up. Um, I just, you know, in my gut knew that that wasn't, it just wasn't the right way to go about attaining this goal. Yeah. And even though it threw a wrench in my plans, I feel much better about how I'm moving forward with it. Instead, I know it's going to be much, I just needed to, you know, unfortunately push things back and take a few weeks off and redirect. And that's going to be much better in the long run. Yeah. I think that whenever you, not you, but just whenever we uh, want to do something and a partnership has to develop in order for us to continue down our road, the road to our goal, you really do have to think about kind of your gut. Like, how are you feeling in this partnership? And, and when the partnership seems like a good idea, but there are these red flags, like it's so important to really look at those red flags and to like review them in depth and see what's happening like internally. Because I think sometimes we want this goal so badly that we will ignore the red flags yeah. because that partnership actually can get you to the end goal, but you're sacrificing a lot Mm -hmm. down that road with that partnership FYI I've been there of course so, I mean you we know, all have in different yeah, ways in and, different ways yeah. yeah yeah so I that was one thing that I observed and I was so happy and proud of you for because I just know that me in that type of situation in the past I would have probably not been as introspective as you were, you know, and really like to your core, know what was right for you. So I really, I just admired that whole process, even though I know it was really hard. Yeah. Well, thank you. And also, I mean, even a couple of years ago, I don't know, or less than that, I don't know if I would have taken the quote unquote harder route, you know, mm -hmm. the short-term harder route. Um, yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have definitely like 10 years ago, I wouldn't have, I would have just been sucked right in and done what I, because I would have thought that that's what I should do. Mm -hmm. And I'm much, uh, much more 
confident in myself and what I know that I need for myself and it doesn't make it easy, but, um, I know myself better basically. And I know what works for me better. And, uh, I mean, just at my regular day-to-day job that I have and having a spouse and, you know, working through friendships and working through my parent-child relationship. Like there's so many different ways where I've slowly built myself up, um, which is what we should all be doing. I mean, ideally that's what we're all Mm -hmm. doing just as we grow up, you know, no matter how old you are, you're ideally always working on that, you know, kind of building on yourself, making yourself better and healthier. And so I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of things that I can look at a lot of moments, a lot of um, communication in relationships that have really forged the path for me to be in that type of a situation. Did not think that that would ever occur. I was totally blindsided. And then I was like, okay, no, I'm actually, I do know what I, what I need from this and this sucks, but you know, this is what's going to be better. So it's a, you know, it's because of a lot of, a lot of situations that we've all routine situations that we've all gone through that have built up, I guess, a strength for me to be able to have made that, that one scary decision. Yeah, no, for sure. So tell the listeners a little bit about your salsa, um, dance classes. So I am, yeah, I'm, I, uh, started teaching dance classes in 2019 briefly. Um, and then shortly after that, something called the pandemic happened, the COVID pandemic. Uh, so I, I took a couple years off of that, but I, um, I've had a, a lot of experience teaching people um, before. And so this in 2019 is when I started teaching salsa classes. And then that unfortunately wasn't able to last very long before I had to stop doing that. Um, and then uh, earlier this year, this um, lovely couple started to organize a first Friday um, salsa in the plaza event with the, well, with the first Friday uh, downtown Woodland event that's been happening for a long time. And so I found out about that, showed up to it, met this couple, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. And so the last time we talked, it was, it had only been like six weeks or something like that, where uh, it was something really fast, where um, it was like things were happening kind of rapidly. I was meeting all of these new friends that I was dancing with and um, just, you know, forming friendships and bonds and relationships with these people that I you know, had no idea had existed. And then all of a sudden, just within, you know, a few short weeks, we all became good friends and, um, you know, started to see each other basically every week. And so then I've been, I just kind of got a boost from meeting all of these people to start up what I have been wanting to do basically since I moved to California five years ago. And I've been wanting to teach salsa classes. And um, so meeting those people again, like something that wasn't directly related necessarily. I didn't meet instructors that were pushing me towards something. I met just people who helped kind of forge that path for me, like without them, any of them even knowing it was just building for me. And I just got some confidence and got some motivation and some energy to start looking into it again. And um, so I've taught a couple classes so far this year, just a couple like beginners classes, nothing. nothing ongoing. And then now I am teaching at the Gibson house at the barn gallery, which is part of the YOLO arts program. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it just feels really good to be moving forward with something that I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. 
And um, it's really fun to see interest in the community for it. And, you know, other people look at it in different ways. There are some people who really like to study dance and there's a lot of people who just like to have fun or they just simply want to know how to dance or move their bodies better. So they want to get that out of it. So everyone has something different. And, um, and so it just feels really good to be able to kind of help guide people in the right direction for what they want. Yeah. And you're so passionate about it. I mean, I love that you're able to find a way to be, you know, to really create something that you, um, that you've wanted for so long. So that's really cool. So we'll put, um, the link to your survey and information, kind of your form to gather information about, uh, people who are interested in it. So we'll put that in the show notes and, um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I, I was also thinking, um, that I could talk just a little bit about yes. what's going on in my Please life. Please do. Okay. So summer school, I'm on finals week. And so I'm super excited about that. Yay. Um, and school for fall semester starts, um, at the end of this month. And so I'll have a few weeks off and unless, I pass this writing um, assessment, then I won't have school until October. So fingers crossed, please, for everyone that I pass this assessment. Um, But one thing, you know, over the summer, I was really struggling and just like, not mentally like having difficulty functioning, but just like kind of having this funk. And I talked about it, I think a couple of times on the Friday episodes and, you know, the funk was also preventing me from feeling like the creativity, you know, Mm -hmm. around the podcast and also just in other areas. I mean, I've been struggling to finish the self-reflection workshop that, you know, now that I'm like in the middle of it, it's almost done. I can't not do it. Right. I'm past kind of the (laughs) point of no return, but I was really struggling just to get the motivation to just get into it. Um, I had already created all the slide decks and the modules and all I needed to do, all I need to do now is finish the recording, like my voice and the video mm-hmm. and just this enormous like block was happening. And I just, um, had a session with my medium mm-hmm. and we talked about how often, you know, we don't talk to our, like the ego part of us, the part of us that really um, stops, stops us or tries to, uh, preserve our, you know, our, our safety. That's kind of our safety net a little bit. And our ego starts to bring up fears and starts to tell us basically lies about ourselves so that we don't progress and we don't move forward because really we're trying to, um, prevent failure and prevent, uh, things happening in our lives that hurt. Right. And that are uncomfortable. Um, and so I was really having to, I think, understand where that was all coming from. And so when I was talking with our, my psychic or my medium, however you want to call her mm-hmm. angel communicator, mm-hmm. um, she was talking about, Hey, you need to talk to your, you know, little Kelly <laughs> mm-hmm. and Maria actually talked about this several times when we interviewed her you know, she talks about her little Maria, right? And that's basically the same thing. And we have to talk to ourselves as we would talk to a child, right? And we have to be able to basically tell our little selves, 
and I called it my little warrior, right? Because I have used her. She has come forth so many times in my life just to protect me. Mm-hmm. And she's built up some walls that now I'm ready to actually take down. And it, yeah. And in order to do that, I have to convince her that I don't, I'm not going to need her in the same ways that I used to. Mm-hmm. And, but I will need parts of it, right? Like maybe 40% of what she used to give, because mm-hmm. I need to actually move through these blocks so that I can become who I think I can become in my future. Mm-hmm. Um, because these things, if I allow them to fester and remain unresolved or uncared for, I will not be able to be the therapist that I want to be you know, in, in four years. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of how I'm looking at what I'm going through right now. This is really for a future gain and a future freedom, you know, from some of these um, feelings of these insecurity and, uh, and fears that are happening um, in my life right now, surrounding my work and my creativity. So that's Mm -hmm. the, that's, yeah, that's just the little thing I've been working on this summer. And it's been, um, I mean, it has been interesting. And once I recognized it and I could talk to myself in that way and be caring, it actually took a lot of pressure off of just, yeah. yeah, of just feeling like I have to perform or that I have to be a certain way, or, you know, it's also that I don't want to look like a fool or an idiot or fail. Right. Right. And so a lot of that has dissipated and I'm feeling much more confident about my words and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it kind of going back to the core reasons of why I'm doing the the things that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. So I just think, you know, word of, you know, encouragement, if there is fear or things that insecurity, imposter syndrome, things that people Mm -hmm. are dealing with all the time. Maybe try to think of that as, you know, a way that you have learned to, I think, um, protect yourself, right? It's like coping mechanisms and you may not need the hundred percent force of that anymore. Um, and just, you know, talk to yourself about ratcheting down just a little bit that mm-hmm. you're in a place where you're ready to take that step forward and you don't need the protection that you used to, to need that you absolutely used to need when you were younger. Right. So I like that. I love yeah. thinking about, um, how I would talk to myself, like to my child self. It helps a lot. Yeah. And also, you know, if you think about, you know, I think that we all have this higher self as well. Like, mm-hmm the per the the person that we absolutely can be if we lived freely in our mind you know if yeah. we could do all the things that we truly wanted to do and you know the dreams it's kind of like I know what how I want to be as a therapist and and as a person and in my relationships like there's this higher version of myself that I am striving for And Mm -hmm. part of that is also connecting with that higher version of yourself because that higher version of yourself actually knows everything that needs to happen in order to connect with it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that higher version is that person that can confidently and creatively do these podcasts and, or figure out, uh, the self-reflection, uh, you know, workshop and can, 
think and dream of other ways to help people. And so Mm -hmm. it's also a connection of to yourself, to that, that version of yourself. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. I'm uh, so I'm feeling much better, but you know, I have like, we took a week off, kind of took a week off. Like I needed to do that. And mm-hmm. we did some encore episodes. I didn't post a Friday episode last, last Friday. I probably won't this Friday. I just have needed, I mean, just a little bit of time to recalibrate and find kind of the, the not passion, but kind of the drive, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's actually been an excellent summer. It sounds very heavy, but it, but I think that we, when we allow ourselves to kind of go through the process, um, and we come out the other side, you actually look back at that process as difficult as it could be. Look back at that process and think like how awesome that was, you know? Right. Yeah. And it, you know, it's just good to push yourself for a little, little bit and get you know, kind of get that energy out, get that creative energy out or whatever you need to do and then scale back and be like, okay, time to relax from it a little bit. If it's the same thing every single day, like you're going to stop enjoying it. So. Yeah. And I think to be honest, like the Friday episodes for me, it was kind of like, I'm kind of getting sick of myself a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, like just talking about um, my issues or how I'm feeling or, you know, those kinds of things, always trying to provide some kind of lesson. Like it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if you think about like the Monday episode or sorry, we record on Mondays, but the Tuesday episode and just the work that it's not a ton of work, but then when you add, you know, the second episode, some, some weeks are like, I'm just not, not into it. I mean, and if this was the only thing that you did with your life, then that would be different, but you have a lot that you're working on. Yeah, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm, um, I am Megan, I'm five classes away from graduating. That is so exciting, Kelly. I know. I'm so proud of you. You know, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, a year ago I was just starting my first semester and I literally could not see past like that moment, you know what I mean? Like from a school perspective, at least. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be a breeze, but it's just feels so much more manageable and, Mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah, I can't believe it. So I'll start applying to grad school this fall. That's so crazy. It's so exciting. And I, I just can't wait. Me neither. (laughs) Um, yeah so I mean that's kind of what's going on with me sweet lots of good stuff yeah yeah I think so um what else are you working on um well I still have the peeves gab fest um harry potter page to screen analysis podcast Mm -hmm. that we have and I have two co-hosts james and sarah day and we're going chapter by chapter we're almost done with the first book um and we're going to go, I, I mean, ideally, as long as nothing crazy happens and we have mm-hmm. to stop, we're going to go through all seven books and go chapter by chapter and then compare each chapter to the minutes of the movie um, or the lack of minutes of the movie. Right. There's a lot of stuff that's taken out. And that's been super fun. Uh, the three of us really enjoy it. And we've all been wanting to do something like that separately. And um so it just sort of happened on a whirlwind where we all um, decided to do this. And then we just, all three of us are 
quite motivated, eager people, which mm-hmm. helps. <laughs> and so yeah. all three of us just sort of hit the ground running with our roles for the podcast and just have been enjoying it ever since. And, um, and it feels really good for all three of us to have that creative outlet to do something like that. And so, um, yeah, that's been really fun and we're still a little baby podcast, but we're slowly, slowly growing and slowly spreading the word. Um, so I've been working on that. I have my own podcast, but I haven't been doing very much because, um, I have a lot of other projects that (laughs) I'm working on and, you know, like my Mm -hmm. day-to-day job and, you know, my husband and my pets and everything. So I have a lot of other um, stuff that I'm working on in my own podcast. I'm not making money or anything off of it and nobody else is relying on me to, um, to finish it. So I just sort of put out episodes here and there as I, as I have time. Um, and then I also recently started, uh, independent contracting through Earwolf, uh, which is a podcast network, a comedy podcast network. And um, I do the social media posts on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter, mainly for the network. And there's, you know, each show has different um, different things that they want posted and different ways of managing the posting. So some of them, it's a, we have a lot more creative control um, and then some of them, they do all of their own marketing for it. So it just sort of depends, which is really fun because it, everyone's a little bit different. Yeah. And, um, and it, it's been really fun to, to just be more involved in the comedy world. Cause I haven't really had that before. Definitely nothing even close to this level before. And I've always wanted to come being, being somehow in the comedy world is something that I have wanted since I was a little kid before I even really knew what that meant. But it, it feels like something I was always kind of meant to go into. And I am not at all saying that, Oh, I have my ticket and I am now going to be heavily into the world and become a famous comedian. Nothing like that. Um, I mean, if that happens, great, but (laughs) it's more, it just feels really good to be involved with other people who are, are doing that in various ways. And um, and it's, it's really interesting to see how many people who have very different skills, cause you need all of these different skilled people to make a whole team and to make something function as a whole. And so to see, um, how many different types of employees basically are that are needed in order to, um, run a, a network like that to run even one podcast that's, you know, has a whole production team and everything. Right. So it's been really, really cool and interesting and fun um, to learn all about it. And I'm really enjoying that. And um, I don't know, I just, I hope that it continues for a while just because I, because I'm really liking it and I don't know what, what it will ever lead to. And even if this is all that ever comes of it, that's totally fine with me. Cause it's been so far already been a really fun experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I did want to let everyone know kind of what's coming up next on the podcast, kind of some of the topics that I've kind of sketched out. So, um, yeah, I mean, if there's one that resonates with somebody out there, let us know because, you know, it's important that we're talking about relevant things, which I think we do. I think we touched base. I mean, we're not the only ones that these things happen to or the way that we feel, but so some of them are where, where we get our self-worth, accountability mm-hmm. and how to apologize, um, in search of my anger, which is a big one, <laughs> <laughs> um, internal barriers to progress, uh, fear-based behaviors, um, how to see your strengths, 
is another one. And then, you know, we're also coming up with the holiday season. I mean, there is a mm-hmm. host of things that happen over the holidays within family systems that I know a lot of people struggle with. And mm-hmm. so I think um, I'll kind of vet that out a little bit more and ask for help from listeners or social media followers to kind of drill down on maybe some subjects that would be interesting to talk about. We also have Maria Thomas coming in to record an episode next week. So that will be toward her episode will be published toward the end of August, but yeah, that's what I have so far. I can't wait to keep going with the podcast. And um, I hope that you know, we, I, I really love to get listener feedback and to get ideas from people about um, what they, you know, what they want to hear about, what they want uh, to learn about, what they want us to talk about. So um, we would love if people would. Yeah, for input. sure. I mean, what I am appreciating is I do get texts and emails, just that things that we talk about do resonate, you know, that, that, that it's, um, that it's important for them to hear other people are going through this, right. Or mm-hmm. things that, that just aren't talked about, um, publicly, even amongst group friends, groups of friends yeah. or within families, it's been great to hear, um, back from people and, and to get that, that kind of feedback. But yeah, I mean, I would love to hear more from our audience and, as you said about peeves, I mean, we are small people are listening though. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, the analytic analytics do continue to grow, which is so awesome to see. And so I know that people are listening. I do think that the subject matter sometimes is very sensitive and people are likely hesitant to reach out because, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like a, then opening up a window or a mirror, you know, that either we know that they're struggling with something or people just get scared to ask questions. And so I want to just say, please don't, this is a totally safe space. And, Mm -hmm. and we hope that that comes through when we, you know, when we're talking about subjects, but there's no judgment here. And we truly do. I mean, our goal from the beginning and even before we even thought about the podcast is just to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's it for today. Thank you so okay. much. And yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of your future therapist podcast. If you'd like to reach co-hosts Kelly Newsom and Megan Lachowski, feel free to text them at 530-733-6400 or reach them by email at yourfuturetherapistpodcast at gmail.com. You can also slide into their DMs on Instagram, handle at yourfuturetherapist underscore pod. Make sure to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review on any of the streaming platforms you listen to this podcast on.